The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Saturday, April 18, 2020, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. His name is known throughout the cigar industry and throughout the halls of the Senate and Congress. He has been working on cigar blends and our cigar rights like no other. Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel joins us today. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, Awarded the top 10 educational podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Okay, and uh, because of all this uh, coronavirus thing that's going around, we are taking our um Cigar celebrities, and we're bringing them in from parts, other parts of the world. Uh, with us today is Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Cigars. Rocky, how are you, and where are you? Well, it's great to join you. I'm here in Naples, Florida. Luckily, uh, hopefully, everybody is blessed in good health and staying well. Uh, you know, these are very trying and difficult times for the entire country, but uh, I'm blessed that our family's safe and healthy. I'm actually in Naples at a at a friend's horse, horse farm, believe it or ah, not. Okay. And and the animals are all safe, too. I guess uh, nothing uh, yeah, happens with safe. animals. Uh, yeah, I don't want to give you some gruesome stories, but we had some problems, uh, not on this farm, but a neighboring farm where they came in and they actually slaughtered some horses for the meat and left them with their skin. It's a, it's a terrible story. Oh, oh my goodness gracious. The craziest things that are going on, there's going to be lots of stories to tell after this is all over. Uh, some fantastic of people be uh, stepping up and being the greatest people and then some people just doing the wrong thing so um it'll all be yeah 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 yeah. no i mean we we really uh give our salutes to all those first responders nurses doctors everybody's out there i have a very dear friend who's an er doctor and uh she's got two kids that are seven and 11 years old and uh you know she comes home every day wondering if she's got the virus and uh, but she wants to see her kids, and uh, she's out there in the front lines, and uh, they really don't have the medical equipment and all the stuff they need. So my hat's off to all those people on the front lines who are taking care of uh, uh, all the people. Uh, that's truly American, and, and it's, a, it's a great, great God blessed effort, and we love you all. Absolutely. Okay, uh, we're going to light up a cigar. We'll start off now. We have the Rocky Patel Sun Grown Maduro. Barry, tell us about this. Well, today's first cigar is the Rocky Patel Sun Grown Maduro, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Rocky Patel. The size they were lighting up is 5x50, and it features a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, dual Nicaraguan binders, and fillers from Condega in Nicaragua. A single cigar will set you back 1029. Why a box of 20 is just $182.99, which comes out to $9.15 per single. 
It's a savings of almost $23 or 12% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So this is uh, not this is the the line of Rocky Patel Sun Grown, but this is the Maduro version of the Sun Grown, right? Yes. Uh, so it happens to be one of my favorite cigars. This cigar was actually the number two cigar of the year in Cigar Aficionado, ninety five graded. Uh, it's got a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Nicaraguan fillers from our own farms in Esteli and Condega, and. The, the profile in the cigar, I would say, is medium to full, uh, just a little over medium body. Lots of notes of caramel, coffee, espresso, uh, dark chocolate. Uh, it's a really, really nice, rich, decadent cigar with a lot of balance. The cigar is box press, nice oily wrapper. Dave, we actually stopped production on this cigar for seven months because we ran out of the broadleaf wrapper. The broadleaf wrapper is in such high demand, it's hard to grow. It's actually grown in the Connecticut River Valley in Connecticut. And they had a really bad crop last year and the year before. So there wasn't enough wrapper around. And, uh, you know, uh, finally, finally, we got the shipment in about six weeks ago uh, before the factories closed. And, um, you know, the factories have been closed now going on five weeks, five and a half weeks in Honduras and going about uh, two, two and a half weeks in Nicaragua. So uh, if you get a chance to get the cigar, grab it because uh, they're hard to come by. Absolutely. Broadleaf has been tough. All right. I, I taste as I, as I draw in on the cigar before the natural sweetness that Broadleaf has, the uniqueness to what Broadleaf is. So I urge uh, those that are smoking along with us to actually pay attention to what Broadleaf is. And there's other cigars that are Maduro, but why is everybody crazy about this Broadleaf? It is that sweetness that we taste there. Absolutely. You know, it's a very, very unique wrapper. It's so rich. It's uh, oily. It's dark. It's a very, very thick, big leaf. Uh, it's very expensive. Uh, but the flavor profiles on it, are, are so unique than any other tobaccos. And like I said, yeah, you get that dark chocolate, cocoa, espresso notes, very hard to find. And one of the things that's happening with this wrapper is the machine-made companies that are making all the blunt wrap, uh, yeah. they're actually buying up all the Connecticut broadleaf because it's, unlike all the other wrappers to make a blunt wrap, this is a very versatile, thick wrapper, and we all know what the blunt wrap stuff is used for. And they're buying up all the blunt wrap, uh, the, the broadleaf for blunt wrap. Such a shame. Wow. Uh, okay. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Gauntlet. The Vertigo Gauntlet is a three-jet double-action lighter, meaning you press the button down, the lid pops open. Three jets come alive, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you've got easy adjustment and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of $19.99. That's the Vertigo Gauntlet. What a, what a beautiful white ash it produces, the cigar, too. Uh, box pressed, um, not um, all that hard box press. We got a soft on the top and a, and a kind of tight box press on the bottom of it. It's a, it's a unique box press to me. Is, is this a normal thing? 
Yeah, well, so, you know, we, we don't try to box press our cigars to the point where they're just perfectly square. Uh, I love box pressing cigars because what that does is most people don't know this. It takes the air out through a tobacco. So compared to a round cigar, which has, pulls a lot of air, imagine a carburetor in your car. You're pulling a lot of air. When you're pulling a lot of air, the cigar burns hotter and faster. When you box press a cigar, it's truly an art form because you have to make the cigar round first and you have to make sure that the draw is perfect so that when you actually box press it, it goes in a wooden mold and it, and, the, and it sits there for 90 days in a press and you keep turning it every 10 days so you get that nice shape. But the cigar still got to draw perfectly. But with less air being in the tobacco, the cigar burns cooler, but you get a richer concentrated flavor. Uh, and you've smoked a cigar in the round inbox press, and you see the dramatic change that happens? Amazing, right, there. It's amazing how the cigar, the same exact blend with the same tobaccos, tastes totally different round versus box press. Again, a combination of the amount of air and oxygen going through the cigar. Yeah. Um, so this epidemic pandemic that's going on is not only just happening here in uh, the United States, but it's happening around the world. You have family in India. Is, is that affected that country? I do. I do. You know, my parents live there and uh, they're 85 and 86 years old. That country, believe it or not, is under total lockdown. When I say total lockdown, you can't even go to the grocery store. You can't walk on the streets. You can't go anywhere. Uh, we're blessed in this country to have great hospitals, to have medical care, sanitization. Uh, imagine a population with billions of people where they're crowded on the trains, where thousands of them are hanging off the train, on top of the train. The buses are overloaded. They don't have enough hospitals. There is no sanitization. Street vendors every 10, 20 square feet. Uh, so the, a population like that would just ultimately be destroyed. So they're under complete, when I say complete, complete lockdown. If you go out on the streets, you're arrested right away. Wow. So as bad as we think we have it, there's places uh, like India, China, different. Uh, look, look at Italy. Um, it certainly could be worse. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the same principle applies where our factories are in Honduras and Nicaragua. These are third world countries. Uh, they have no testing units. I mean, we're trying to buy thousands of masks to send down there. Uh, we, we actually, for the last week, we fed about 3,000 people. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's not groceries in the store. Uh, certainly there's no hygiene. Certainly there's not doctors. There's not enough hospitals. So uh, Honduras and Nicaragua, unfortunately, Nicaragua, the government, uh, is not being honest with the people. They're claiming they don't have any cases. I, I, have, I find that very hard to believe. Honduras was under total lockdown. Um, so, you know, we're, we're trying to, we're basically trying to take our factories and reinvent the wheel. Uh, we, we have to sanitize, uh, completely separate out all the departments. Uh, we have to put in complete different controls into the factories. Uh, the well-being of the people is the most important thing. Uh, you know, gloves, masks, uh, you know, six to 10 feet apart. When we open, and we don't know when we're going to open, possibly in 14 days, uh, we'll probably start at 10 and 15% capacity. Wow. Uh, we can't have all those people there. It's quite so, possible uh, that your factory. Lockdown. It's quite possible your factory becomes the cleanest thing that these people come in contact with all day long. Absolutely. Uh, listen, they're going to be safer in the factory, better fed, better taken care of 
than being on the streets or being at home. Wow. Is that an argument you can make to the government as far as allowing you to reopen? That's one of the things, you know, the Placencia family in Honduras is working hard to negotiate with the government and the labor unions. Uh, I've been talking to Corey from Oliva quite a bit, and they've also done a, a, a great job in Nicaragua. They've got a stockpile of food. They're, they're working on sanitizing the factories. Uh, we're all working on making it a healthier, safer environment for people to come back to work. Uh, they want to come back to work. They want to, you know, obviously be paid. They are being paid now almost most, I think most of the factories are, are, are paying their employees uh, while they're at home so we, they can feed their families. But at the end of the day, uh, we believe that they're going to have a safer environment at work once we actually get things in order. So that makes me think the, the factories are closed. I, I don't know about how, it's, how farming and things are, are going on. Uh, I know here in Connecticut, you would think that the seeds are supposed to be planted for the Connecticut broadleaf very shortly, which is probably not yeah. happening. We could actually miss a crop. I don't know how it will be down there. But with, the, with as far as the factory goes itself, the factory is closed for 30 days, maybe another 30 days. Who knows what happens there? Then to go to 10% capacity and how long that takes to get to full capacity. Is there going to be a major shortage of cigars? I think there's going to be a shortage. Listen, we have an inventory on, on, on most of our cigars for six months. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're flying through and depleting that. Uh, right now, let me tell you what the problem is. The tobacco just got harvested, uh, and then it went in the curing barns. And now we've got to figure out what to do because it's got to go into fermentation. And you can't sit around with tobacco. It's like buying food from the grocery store and just leaving it in the refrigerator. After a while, it goes bad. So you either have to cook it or do something with it. Well, the tobacco now, once it comes out of the curing barns and there's tobacco still going into the curing barns, it's got to be there for 65 to 75 days in the curing barn. Then it's got to go in the fermentation process. And that tobacco has to be worked every 10 days. Uh, basically, for those of you out there that don't understand what fermentation is, it's the natural biological decomposition tobacco. All the rich fertilizer, the tobacco kind of made it strong in the farm, the nitrogen, the boron, the potassium, the magnesium to make the plant healthy, where you ultimately have to bleed that over time. And you basically do but nothing at but nothing but clean water to the tobacco. You put it in what's called a pillow, and it's a pile that's about 5 foot wide, 10 foot long, 2,500 pounds of pressure from the natural weight of the tobacco. Every 10 days, you rotate the tobacco, top to bottom, bottom top, inside out, inside out, top, and when the temperature gets to about 135 degrees Fahrenheit, you keep doing the process. The higher the priming, the higher the leaves on the tobacco plant, the more fertilizer you're holding. That's where you get the, the richest, the fullest body tobacco, the Maduro cigars like the Connecticut Broadleaf, the dark oily wrappers. Well, that's from four years of fermentation. The oils crystallize, they come to the shop, the sugars crystallize, they come to the top of the leaf. That's how you get that nice, rich, golden brown color. So somebody has to work that tobacco. If you don't, the tobacco is not going to be fermented or it's just going to fall apart and break apart. So these are the problems we're struggling with right now in Nicaragua and Honduras. And there's nobody there. Nobody there, absolutely. Uh, so this could fall into 
um, some of this raw tobacco that you bought ends up being useless to you later on, and the loss is going to be devastation. Uh, yeah, and, and these are, believe it, the, uh, most of this tobacco is tobacco from our own farms. Uh, we just bought another big farm in Esteli. We already have a farm in Esteli. We have another farm in Condega. So you're looking at thousands and tens of thousands of pounds of tobacco that we just harvested about six weeks ago. Wow. So t t time it couldn't be worse when it comes to that. And when you do get the broadleaf, do you do the fermenting process yourself or do you get a finished product? No. So we actually, what, what, when we buy most tobacco, uh, it comes with uh, what we what we call, like imagine shining your shoes and you're sitting at an airport. You, you, we've all had a shoe shine at the airport. Uh, the, it's basically where the guy just starts applying the polish before they start to buff anything or take the brush to it or take the cloth to it. Imagine that's how tobacco works. So they basically grow it, they cure it, which means they take the humidity out so the tobacco goes from a green color to a yellow mutated color to a nice golden brown color. So at that point, all you've done is basically cured the tobacco. There's a big difference between curing and fermentation. Curing is taking the humidity out of the tobacco. Now the tobacco needs to go into fermentation, as I explained earlier, which is a process that takes two to four years. So we typically get the tobacco where we now have to ferment it. So that tobacco comes in, whether it's from the Placencia family or ASB in Ecuador or the Oliva growing family, all these great families that grow tobacco, they barely cure the tobacco. And then maybe, maybe they give it six, or six months or a year of fermentation. Then we take it, and then we take it to another two, three, four years ourselves. Yeah. So you're a good guy to talk to because you have every aspect. You're working through other countries, and also you are a retailer yourself in respects that you have the Burn Cigar Lounges. So Yeah, you know, we opened the Burn Lounges about, I can't believe it, it's, uh, I think it's my eighth or ninth year now in Naples. We opened one in Naples, we have one in Indianapolis, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and Oklahoma City. And the reason I kind of, I wouldn't say that we're a cigar lounge, we're a cigar store. Uh, let me tell you how this all happened. You know, we go to Vegas, we go to New York, we go to L.A., and we go have a nice dinner. And after we have a nice dinner, I don't want to go to a nightclub with bottle service and boom, 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 boom. Or I want to go to a really nice lounge. And we go to a really nice lounge that's attractive uh, where you can get a nice cocktail. And guess what? You can't smoke a cigar. Mm. So I said, why don't we open a place that's the nicest place in every city, the sexiest place with great music, beautiful attitude, uh, you know, attractive. And, and you get to go there and you get to order any cocktail you want, the best whiskeys, scotches, bourbons, wines, great service, great music. If you want to dance, you can dance in the corner. If you want to sit back and hang out, you can actually have a conversation. And you have the opportunity to smoke a cigar. And we spent a half million dollars on the HVAC system. So women come in, they go home, their hair doesn't smell like smoke, their clothes doesn't smell like smoke. So it's a great place for people to come hang out. It's the prettiest place, and you can enjoy a cigar. So I wanted to, that's 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 one of the reasons we built these bar lounges. No, I, I think now. that believe me, I think they are actually good for our industry 
Uh, I, I don't look at it as, as any negative at all as competition. Uh, and I like the I like that you you have that in respects that you understand not only the manufacturing of cigars and all the way through, but all the way through to the end user that you're part of us too. You understand our trials and tribulations and problems that we have. And here is the perfect example of it. Your places are, are virtually closed right now, right? Yeah, they're completely closed. I mean, you know, the whole goal was, uh, you know, we want to introduce people to a lifestyle. Cigars are an art form. They're culture that transformed over generations. And, 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 and literally, uh, by the time you plant a seedling in the ground, time you get a cigar in a box, it takes four to five years, 300 hands touch the tobacco. We're, we're really uh, a handcrafted uh, boutique industry, uh, a cottage industry. And so we want to share that culture with everybody. Yeah, people always looked at lounges like dark, dungy lounges, bunch of old guys sitting around, smoky, uh, drinking whiskey. Well, we want to share that Cigar smoking is actually fun. It's an art form. It's a culture that's so unique, that's so different. And, uh, yeah, we've been closed now for at least about four, four and a half weeks. Uh, it's unfortunate, you know, uh, we're taking care of all the employees. Uh, but uh, uh, it's one of those things, you know, uh, the whole world shut down right now. Another big, major, costly thing, and, you know, uh, I, I got some good stores and, you know, uh, I put money away for, a, a, um, you know, when bad things happen and, and uh, whoever thought that it would be this devastating. And we're at, allow, allowed to do curbside service anyway. But let me tell you, it's dramatically down. Not being able to let somebody come into your shop. Uh, it, it's almost like, why are we doing this? We're providing a service more than uh, be, being a profit center for sure. But it is has been devastating, actually, uh, for us that are doing well. I can't even imagine what it would be doing for a, a real small guy that, you know, only has a couple of people. But when I think about the burn locations with the amount of employees that you have at each location, maybe it's actually the bigger they are, the harder they fall, because you have a lot of employees. You're, I, I've been to one of your locations. It is a A-quality uh, spot where the rent has to be astronomical, uh, where you have to pay your rent no matter what. Uh, and this is how all your places are with higher-end people working there. Um, your cost of being closed are even more dramatic than a little guy. Listen, this is unimaginable, Dave. Uh, I never, ever imagined this in my lifetime. Uh, this is something you see in a bad movie. Uh, you, you, you see these movies, you go, this can't happen. I mean, we're America. This can't happen. I mean, we can solve everything. We got great doctors. We got engineers. We got uh, scientists. How could this happen? Uh, this is shocking. Um, you're absolutely right. I mean, our costs, you know, we spend a lot of money building these lounges. We have a lot of rent. Let me tell you, let me just give you a number. My rent payment for two months is $250,000. And I'm order of a million a month. $250,000 in rent, two months for all the bird locations. And I've been trying to negotiate with these landlords. Uh, we had one very, very nice landlord, uh, the Atlanta Braves in Atlanta. They were nice enough to actually give us a rent abatement. And they said, you know, as long as this lands, you don't have to pay rent, we'll add, add it to the back end of your lease, which means not just pay it, which means we'll just extend the lease term. 
That's the right thing to do. These other landlords are basically saying, send the money in, we'll talk about it later. That doesn't help. Even right. if I've got to pay it in two or three months, where's that money going to come from? We have no business. Uh, so, you know, I hope people that are out there are being moral, that are being right, that are doing the right thing, doing these really difficult trying times. Uh, this is unprecedented in our country. Uh, I hope we can get over it. Um, at the end of the day, uh, you know, the people that are losing relatives, family, friends, that's much more troubling and challenging. Of course. Uh, the one thing I've learned, you know, you know how much I travel. I live on, you know, on an airport, packing suitcases, unpacking, ironing. So it, it's been nice to actually sit back and have some personal time and, and work out and take care of yourselves. And it gives you a whole different perspective on appreciating life. Uh, so it's, it, it, it's, 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 I'm sure everybody out there uh, has kind of really uh, been able to sit back and, and, and re kind of uh, kindle their life and their thoughts and uh, reevaluate uh, life as we move forward. Absolutely. I think uh, at the end of it, we are going to see some casualties. Um, retail is not only in the cigar industry, but all kinds of industry, restaurant industry, everything. But when it comes down to the cigar industry, I think there will be casualties. I don't know uh, your thoughts of it, both retailers and even manufacturers, brand owners. What do you think? Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, listen, if you are a retailer and have a shop and you've got to pay rent and you have no income coming in, <clears throat> how are you going to be able to buy inventory? How are you going to be able to bring those customers back? And there's one message I have to give to, to all the people that are listening. Please support your local mom and pop retailer, your local brick and mortar shop. They're the people that are invested in you. They have much more knowledge than anybody about cigars. They actually educate you. They spend time with you when you come in to purchase your cigars. You have the capability to enjoy the lounge and smoke cigars. Remember, these people have expenses. They're in your neighborhood. They're there for you. Support them. Please support them. Whether they have a curbside store, go by their store. When the stores reopen, support these people. These are your family that have been with you, and they'll always be with you. We need to support them. Let's be a family and stay together. Amen. And more than ever. More than ever. Absolutely. Because it, it I, I'm telling you, uh, personally, it's friggin' tough. They, the government is doing things for the employees, which is very nice, stimulus and all this stuff. But when you look at the shop owner itself, uh, not so much. Um, we're bleeding out. I mean, these things are, are tough. And um, Listen, we are. The, 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 what's beautiful about a cigar is that it makes an automatic friendship doesn't matter where you are in the world doesn't matter what race religion socioeconomic class when you meet somebody with a cigar you automatically make a friend and that's the beauty about this product it cuts through everything there's no other product like it in the world i've always said that if there are problems in the world you get you get trump and you get putting together over a cigar and a glass of scotch, we could solve all the world's problems. And so we are one united family. Let's stay united. We're going to go through some very difficult trying times, but support your re local retailer. That's the best thing we do. From the leaf grower to the manufacturer to the retailer to the consumer, we're all one family. Stay united. Stay together. Support your local retailer. We'll work through this. We'll be there. I know the manufacturers are going to work with all of you, keep you guys 
uh, healthy. So we're coming up with plans to support you all. So if you're going through trying times, we got your back. Stay tough. Isn't that nice? And that's what I love about the cigar industry, I'll tell you. Uh, we're smoking uh, Rocky Patel sun-grown Maduro today uh, with Rocky Patel. Uh, guys, what do you think of the cigar so far? If you made hot chocolate out of espresso, so you have espresso, and you add the hot chocolate powder to it, mix it up good, maybe a dollop of whipped cream, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, what do you say, Barry? You ever have a Malamar candy bar? Yes, or of course. Or a cookie, whatever. Yeah. It, it's a Malamar. You get the marshmallow on the retro hair. We'll get to that in the next hour. And uh, but really good chocolate marshmallow, even a little cookie note. This he said the same shit I said. No, you said That's hot chocolate espresso. This, I agree 100% with Barry. No, I do not. This is a full-bodied cigar, I'll tell you, but it, it's balanced enough and it's aged well enough that there's no harshness to it, although it packs a punch. There's a lot, a lot of, of flavor here. W- would you say this is full-bodied? Uh, yeah, I would say it's medium to full, you know, because the tobaccos are six and seven years old. Uh, it's very, very rich. Uh, it's like just eating into a dark chocolate cake, you know. Uh, after you have that big steak. So I would say it's rich, but it's balanced. It's a great cigar. All right, Rocky, stay where you are. We're going to take a break for a few minutes. When we come back, uh, if this wasn't bad enough for all businesses, the cigar industry in particular and is in a political crisis. What is happening? And if we survive this virus, can we survive the FDA? More with Rocky Patel when we return. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich and bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced the cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. 
the flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Hello, this is Houston Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. We're smoking Rocky Patel sun-grown Maduro, and we're smoking with Rocky Patel all the way in Naples, Florida. And um, first off, I want to say uh, I agree 100% with Rocky Patel, where if you can support your local brick-and-mortar retailer, if they're open and you're able to go over to Rocky Patel before I say what I'm going to say, go to your favorite brick-and-mortar retailer. Let's keep them alive. If you can't right now and you want to take the opportunity or the um, Take advantage of what I'm going to say is if you buy a box of Rocky Patel Sun Grown from us today, and uh, when I say today, and I know some people listen to this later on during the week on the podcast, so how, how long can we do this for, for the week? Yeah, we'll probably be able to do it while supplies last, which should be uh, significant. Okay, so we, we, got, we got enough, we think, uh, while supplies last, buy a box of Rocky Patel Sun Grown Maduro. You won't be sorry if you do. And we're going to include a five-pack of Rocky Patel. These are the 1990 vintage. Uh, that'll come uh, free, and these are Robustos on, on right. this. Any 20 Rocky Patel cigars. And mix and match, anything. Mix and match, any box of at least 20. All right, so anything. And also, we got from Rocky is Rocky Patel Jet Lighter, which is a double jet lighter, and uh, that'll come free, too. So if you want to take advantage of that, please do. And again, prefacing to your brick and mortar, I don't yeah. want to take anything away from them. Just Go. leave a comment that either says high five or take five or, or something along those lines, and we'll be sure to include it. So make sure you leave a comment. All right. In the comment says, section, give us a high five, H-I-G-H, number five. Or a take five, either one. Yeah. We've gone back and forth on both, so both will work. All um, right. And Rocky's on mute, so we'll have to ask him to come off mute. All right. Rocky's on mute. you can proceed. All right. There I'm you are. Mute. There you are. All right, I want to get a little into uh, um, the FDA, and you know we have our troubles with the coronavirus and everything, but us in particular in the cigar industry, and I know the FDA has a lot of things to worry about, and one thing shouldn't be premium cigars, but they are worried about premium cigars. What's going on with that? You know, it's unfortunate that we became the unintended consequence of all this regulation. The reality is they were after all other tobacco products besides premium cigars. Uh, really, the FDA was after regulating cigarettes because the cigarette companies were manipulating the tobacco. Uh, decades ago, they were adding nicotine, tar, other chemicals to cigarettes to make them more addictive. And so the FDA came up with standards to make sure that every cigarette's make exactly the same. Well, what happened is they tried to one glyph fits all mentality across all tobacco products. And so premium handmade cigars got affected uh, with this regulation. And the regulations are so overreaching, they're so burdensome, they're so egregious, that it would wipe out 300,000 jobs in Honduras, Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, 50,000 jobs in the United States, uh, 2,500 mom-and-pop retail shops, many of them been around generations, and about 90% of the cigar manufacturers. And, you know, we are a very unique handicraft industry it's an artistic industry very very different and so 
What the FDA did is they came up with a standard saying no new cigars can be introduced after February of 2007. If they are introduced in the market, they've got to be exactly the same as cigars made before. I don't even understand that. How, what that means. Well, what they wanted to do is they wanted to make sure that every cigarette was made exactly with the same standards, and they had machines to actually test these cigarettes. Well, you can't do that with handmade cigars. Each cigar is different. The cigars I make versus what Padron makes versus what Puente makes, they're intended to be different. The tobacco's cured differently. The tobacco's fermented differently. We bunch our cigars differently. From roller to roller, buncher to buncher, the cigars are completely different. It's impossible to control how much tobacco exactly goes into each cigar. There are no machines to test these cigars. Then they wanted us to spend billions of dollars on constituent and chemical testing. It would decimate the industry. For the amount of SKUs I have, my company alone would have to spend 60 to $70 million to comply. And... At the end of the day, this data provides the FDA nothing. There's no reasonable evidence. There's no conclusive evidence. There's nothing that comes out of it that benefits the public health. And, you know, so we filed a lawsuit in, uh, in Washington, D.C., in district court, because we were supposed to have 30 to 40 percent of our beautiful boxes with these warning stickers that say that cigars cause cancer. Well... Finally, about two months ago, we had a great victory. What the judge ruled there first was that it's the First Amendment and violates the First Amendment. So our beautiful boxes talk about the heritage of the Padron family, the heritage of the Fuente family. They talk about the vintage tobaccos, the age of the tobaccos, the seeds, where the tobacco came from. Much like a beautiful wine bottle. When you buy a bottle of wine, you want to know if it's a Barolo or Brunello or Cabernet, what vintage it is. It describes the winemaker. Well, the same expressions come in the cigar boxes. And so the judge ruled that we are violating the First Amendment. But the most important thing, the judge actually ruled that the message on the warning stickers are illegal because the FDA has not provided any scientific data to show that premium cigars raise a public health problem and, and 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 that was the most important thing because they showed that there's no youth access kids do not smoke cigars and most importantly there's no scientific evidence that shows that cigars are uh, harmful to, to public health so we're, we're fighting this on several levels we have been lobbying congress for a long time to educate them to show that premium cigars are very different than all other tobacco products they're enjoyed by adults occasionally, like a glass of wine or a glass of scotch. We also have been working the White House finally. Uh, right before the virus hit, I was up there about four or five times, a couple times at George Padron. We actually are working in the White House with senior staff. Uh, they've assigned a task force to work on this issue. Uh, they understand the economic impact of the entire industry. And so we are cautiously optimistic uh, that this this administration recognizes the importance of a premium cigar, the importance of the industry to Florida and many other states around this country, and certainly the immigration issues that could resolve around the 300,000 jobs that would be lost in Honduras, Nicaragua, Dominican. And so uh, we are hopeful that once everything settles with this virus, that we'll be at the forefront of this issue uh, with this administration. And then finally, we have a hearing on April 23rd 
in front of the same judge who ruled in our favor with the uh, warning stickers. And we're trying to fight the whole substantial equivalence issue, which means this whole standard that I described about testing and making sure the cigars are the same 20 years ago versus now, which makes no relevant sense. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Dave, I've got to say this. The FDA really did not spend the time to understand this industry at all. It's the equivalent of sending a plumber to fix the rocket on the space shuttle. That's about how much knowledge they have about this issue. Yeah. Has, a, has the virus bought us any time, do you think, as far as uh, sort of a stay of execution to give us a little more time to finish filing? So what's happened is we filed a couple preliminary injunctions in the last few weeks. Uh, we actually had the Justice Department bless it. We had the public health groups uh, bless it. Uh, we're now waiting for the judge to give us an official ruling. So I cannot say with 100% confidence yet that we'll get the extension through September, but I think it's going to happen in the next seven to 10 days that we get three months. But listen, at the end of the day, we've been telling the White House, we can't put a Band-Aid on this issue. This is an issue that needs to be solved permanently because if there's a new administration that comes in, okay, and, and you know what that's going to be like, the, the, the Nancy Pelosi's, Bernie oh, Sanders, the uh, Bidens of the world, uh, whoever it is, they're going to absolutely regulate us out of business. So we told them that we need an exemption. We need an exemption. We need an exemption. We make up 0.01% of all tobacco products in the world. And there is no data to date to show that cigars call cause a public health effect. So we're really hopeful that we're going to get some sort of victory either through the courts or through this administration. Well, Rocky Patel, I, I've been to Washington, D.C. eight times. All eight times that I went there, you were there, and I know you were there a lot more than eight times. I don't think there's another person in our industry working harder for us, so I thank you on behalf of everybody listening uh, for all the work you did. And I know you're trying to save your own ass, but you save everybody's at the same time. Uh, whatever milestone, whatever thing we get past, as far as the warning labels went, there were seven different warning labels that had it, and they weren't true. They were, we had a, stick, a, a third of the packaging of a lie on top of, of uh, your cigar boxes. How crazy was that? Um, yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, you know, it, it limits our form of expression. And, and, and the best part of uh, Judge Mayo's ruling in D.C. Circuit was that, you know, you, you, you can't limit uh, us from explaining. You know, we put in four, five, seven, eight years of work into making these cigars. Like I said, 300 hands touch it. It's like making an, a, a great bottle of wine. How can you limit the expression of where our, our tobacco comes from, the vintages of the tobacco, you know, the farms, uh, the, the legendary history of the Fuente family, the Padron family, you know, great families like that. You should be allowed to express that. And then to say that these things cause these things when you have no data. And we, we spent a half million dollars digging into the FDA's data that they had collected that was published in the New England Journal of Medicine, data that they had buried research that they've done that shows that if you smoke less than two cigars a day, there's zero health impact. It showed that the average age of a cigar smoker when they start smoking is 27.3 years old versus a cigarette smoker who starts at 13 years old. So we had, and I can go on and on and on. So they had this data buried and hiding it from, uh, from, uh, from the world. And so um, we're hopeful this will help us. 
I, I, I hope so. Uh, uncertainty in business is a very, very tough thing. It's very costly on both sides because we don't know what to do. So we're buying insurance policies, which is uh, doing some of this work that hopefully will never be used, but it is costing us all lots and lots of money to end up doing it. And for the consumers out there that say, no, this doesn't affect me yet. Yes, it does, because some of those costs eventually go down all the way to the consumer level. Somebody has to pay for it, right? Yeah, Dave, and what really scares me, uh, you know, not right now, but hopefully we can overcome this FDA hurdle. But once we get over this virus and all this money that the government spent and the states are spending, they're going to want to raise taxes. Yeah. And you already see Governor Cuomo in New York doing this. Uh, I think he's, he's come up with a plan to raise taxes. Virginia has come up with some crazy plan to raise their excise taxes. So, uh, you know, the states are going to need money. The first thing they go after is tobacco. And unfortunately, we get lumped in with cigarettes and e-cigs and vapes and all this other crap. We need to separate ourselves out to show that this is a very unique and different product. And I urge all of you, please join Cigar Rights of America. The website is cigarrights.org. It's the organization that's fighting for you on the federal level, the state level, along with the retail association, which is called PCA. Please get involved. Please fight for your rights to protect your freedoms, rights, and privilege as an American to be able to enjoy a cigar. Because ultimately, we don't want to. I remember when cigars used to cost 6 and $7. We didn't raise prices because we just had to raise prices to make money. It was taxes. It was S-chip. It was uh, this new user tax on FDA. It's local state taxes. Uh, I know Lucky, two guys smoke shop. Luckily, in New Hampshire, Dave, you fight all the time. You're there in the state courthouses. You're active to keep the tobacco tax down to protect cigars. I know you're legendary in New Hampshire for doing that. And that's why I think your business thrives and you're doing so well. So stay ahead of the curve. But we need your consumers involved. Please join CigarRights.org, Cigar Rights of America. Absolutely. And you mentioned PCA. There's the Premium Cigar Association, formerly the IPCPR. Uh, are you going? If it's happening, are you going? I'm absolutely going. I'm 100. percent I'm committed to going. I think that organization is very important to the health of the industry. Not only do we get to meet people like yourselves and cultivate and bond our relationships, we get to showcase our new products. But the most important part about going there is sharing the information that we can fight local state taxes, anti-smoking regulation, FDA, all these things. We can actually become a union. And together, we're much stronger than being alone. So it's important. Now, I don't know. Do I think the show is going to happen this year? I don't. If I was a betting man, uh, I think it'd be very difficult to pull it off. I'm not necessarily sure it's going to happen. I did speak to Scott Pierce, who who runs the PCA. He said the show is still on as of date. But uh, uh, it's going to be a difficult scenario. But uh, regardless... If it is on, we will be there, but we'll definitely be there the year after. And uh, listen, when we get the opportunity to get on a train or a plane and be safe and healthy again, we're going to be out there supporting our brick and retail partners as much as we can. Um, you don't have to answer this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, why are the big four not going? What's your feeling of that? Well, <laughs> I have to be politically <laughs> correct, right? Uh, listen, at the end of the day, uh, I can tell you that the family-owned companies that make up Cigar Rights of America, okay, and uh, as many of them, uh, I'll name a few, Fuente, Padron, Ashton, Newman's, uh, Oliva, 
uh, Alex Bradley, uh, Camacho, a few others. Okay, we we've spent. I looked at it's, it's ironic to mention it. I looked at what we spent uh, over the last several years. We spent as a company alone eight hundred and eighty thousand dollars donating to fight our legal battles, our state and federal battles. Our legal expense last year was five point five million dollars to fight the FDA. Five point five. On top of which, we spent another $4 million in lobbying our efforts in Congress. That doesn't take into account all the airplane fights, the hotels, the monies we've given to different senators, congressmen. Uh, it, it's way, way in excess of a million dollars per company. So there, there, there's a handful, of us, a handful of us carrying the water for the entire industry, and it's just not been fair. Uh, it, it, it hasn't been fair. We're, we hope that more people get involved. Uh, but, uh, you know, the big four, what they decided, they, they, they haven't given a dime to this effort. Originally, the plan was we were going to share the expenses, a third between the retail organization, which is a PCA, a third between Cigar Rights of America, and a third between another organization called CAA, which is mainly comprised of some of the larger companies and machine-made companies. Well, the big four uh, did not contribute their fair share towards the legal fight and they were on their own so there was a conversation at one point where we were talking about merging together with the pca and doing all this well the big four came in and they wanted to overthrow the pca they wanted total control they wanted total control of everything and we said the board seats are not for sale at the end of the day and the reality is unfortunately these companies have executives very nice people i like them many of them are friends but at the end of the day they're there for four years, five years, six years. They're not vested. They don't own the companies, and they move on. And they'll hire some new guy from Procter & Gamble or Coors yeah. Beer or wherever they come in from. They get their earn-out clause. They're gone. They're not family-owned companies like my company, like the Padron company, like Fuentes, and many other family-owned companies. They don't have any skin in the game. They're looking for short-term Band-Aids. They wanted some sort of regulation that they can live with. Well, guess what happens? Once you open up that Pandora's box and you allow the government to regulate you, the new administration comes in and they keep piling it on, piling it on, till ultimately you're out of business. And Mitch Zeller, who heads up the FDA, if you read any of his books, his, his goal is to wipe out tobacco from the face of the planet by the year 2024. So these guys are zealots. They don't differentiate between premium cigars and other tobacco products. And we can't put our livelihood in the hands of companies and people that don't have a vested interest. Rocky, and that's what happened. Rocky, were you ever pressured by anybody not to go to the PCA trade show? Absolutely. Absolutely. I was lobbied by some, I'm not going to mention names. You don't have to mention names. No. By some of the big manufacturers not to attend. And I was also lobbied to overthrow uh, the PCA board and do this and do that. And Listen, we want to work with everybody. This industry is a family business. We want them involved. I think if we stay together, united together with the same focus, which is exemption, separate out premium cigars from all other tobacco products, we'd love that. And I wish they would understand that that's the messaging. We are vested in this issue. We spend day and night, 50% of our time in Washington, D.C., walking the halls, talking to senators, talking to congressmen, talking to the White House, dealing with lawyers, dealing with lawsuits. These people are not involved. They're just not. I mean, time is precious, but you got to spend time. And, and if you don't, you don't understand the issues and you don't know how to fight the issues. 
And, and that's been the problem. Yeah, you can hire lawyers and you can hire lobbyists, but unless you're personally vested in these issues and involved, you don't know how to make the right decisions. And, and that's, that, that, that's the problem. And the family-owned companies are vested and involved to fight this issue to protect you. And keep that in mind when you're buying your cigars. Yeah. So as we're dealing with the uh, coronavirus, this thing isn't stopping. Um, it's uh, another burden that it has on it, and the clock is ticking. So Cigar Rights of America, you the consumer listening to the show, what can you do? Cigar Rights of America, we need numbers in there of so that we can show them you're a voter, and this is how many people are on there. Your little $35 contribution is not so much about the $35. It's so you can be counted as one of us, and they look at all these people like the NRA, are they afraid of the people at the NRA? Yes, they are, because there's so many of them. The unfortunate thing over here is everybody's just taking a back seat and letting a handful of people try to accomplish this, and we can't do it with a handful of people. We need unity. We need a lot of people to get behind it, and the listener can just go to cigarrights.org and um, join for $35, and, and you'll be counted, and it will help. So I urge you to do that. Uh, Rocky Patel, we're smoking the Rocky Patel sun-grown Maduro. Guys, what do you, what do you think of this? Chocolate-covered espresso beans all day. It, it is a great cigar. I'm going to sum it up as a finger burner, and I don't mean that it burns hot. I mean you're smoking this until there's nothing left to hold on to. All the way down to the end. It's good all the way down. Uh, enjoying it very much. Is there anything new that we can uh, expect for Rocky Patel coming out? Maybe at the trade show, if the trade show was coming out. I know we have yeah, the Rocky so, Patel. Believe it or not, yep, go ahead. I, it's my 25th year in business. I can't believe I was supposed to be one of the young bucks in the business. I guess I'm going to be old man. Listen, here, Rocky, so. I remember when you got in the business, so that says a lot for me. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's our 25th year. So we're coming out with a cigar called the Quarter Century. And one of the things we've started to do uh, over the last several years, and it's been a passion project of mine, is, you know, we have all these aged tobaccos that we've been gathering in inventory uh, for many, many years. And we literally built a humidor in Esteli, Nicaragua, that warehouses and holds under perfect temperature and humidity a million and a half to two million cigars. And we actually had these great blends that we found, and we rolled them, and we're aging them for 18 months to two years. Uh, we released a line last year called Age Limited and Rare. We only made thousand boxes of each size we literally put it away for two years well we did the same thing for a new brand coming out to celebrate our 25th year called the quarter century and that cigar has been rolled uh, i think it's been like going on 19 months now 20 months something like that and uh we're going to release that at the trade show so we're excited about that the quarter century uh after popular popular demand we had a lot of demand for our winter collection so we're going to reintroduce the winter collection. Uh, that's coming back. It took us a long time to procure those tobaccos to make that blend exactly the same as the original. And then finally, Hamlet, who works with us, he's got a new Hamlet 2020 coming out, which is a great medium-bodied cigar. All right, and then beautiful. what I'm smoking now, the World Championship cigar. Yes. So, uh, you know, uh, if you get a chance to get one of these, try it. Uh, it's, it it's really, really How good. How did you land that deal? So, you know what happened? I, these guys approached me. Actually, his name is Marco. He approached me about six years ago to do this world championship slow smoking thing. And I didn't buy into it. I said, what do you mean by slow smoking a cigar? I never heard of anything like that. 
I've heard of a long ash contest. I've heard of other things, but I'm not buying into this how slow you smoke a cigar. Uh, and and so I kind of you know was friendly with them, and the Macanudo took over the world championship and started doing it with them. And then I actually went to an event in Croatia because I wanted to visit Croatia for the finals, and I was shocked to see the amount of excitement. People from Russia, from Lebanon, from you know Greece, from all over the world, including America, were there at this thing, and they were so into it. And, and we, they kind of did this, but the cigar was like to me blind flavor, right? So I said, why don't I get involved? But if we're going to get involved, I want to make a cigar that's got a lot of flavor, a lot of taste. If it's truly recognized as a world championship cigar, it can't be just for the burn and construction. It's got to be also for the flavor. So we've worked for about like 12 or 14 months to get the blend just perfect and a perfectly constructed cigar that burns slowly but also delivers a ton of flavor. And I think we hit it, hit a home run with this. So that's how I got involved. Uh, we were supposed to start. I know we were doing an event at your store. Yes. Um, but all that has been canceled now with the virus. So we might do, do some virtual reality stuff with technology for now. But we, we, we look forward to sharing these cigars with you bringing them and and for the first time these cigars are going to be for sale because when they actually did the events with macanudo you could not buy it they were just cigars that you smoked for this championship uh but now we're going to have the events and we're going to also make them available for sale and i'm actually quite proud of the cigar it's made in nicaragua i think you'll enjoy it it's got a ton of flavor and it, and it burns slow that's for sure yeah, and a solid idea. solid move having <clears throat> multiple sizes not just the world championship size because some people don't care about the world championship they just want to smoke a good cigar and you've got a couple of sizes in that portfolio so rocky yeah. first, first i'm hearing this is the first i'm hearing that this is uh is canceled is that for sure uh, you know, the, the event? Yes, we have it scheduled for May 22nd. Um, yeah, Dave, I don't think we're going to be able to make that May 22nd date unless something significantly changes out in the world. So we'll, we'll postpone that for now. All we'll right. reschedule a new date when things open up. All right. Okay, Rocky Patel, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for supporting the Cigar Authority, as you have been for many years, and uh, supporting our inventory, uh, inventory, supporting our industry, not just your company, but you're a big part of supporting the whole industry, which is a big part of Rocky Patel. So thank you so much for that. Our pleasure. Be safe. Stay healthy. God bless. Love you all, and keep enjoying your cigars. Two Guys Smoke Shop. David, love you. You guys rule. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we have some cigar news and a lesson in retro-healing cigars. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going to get into it deep here, and a message from our friends in Italy also uh, on this coronavirus and see what's going on over there, and uh, a calendar of upcoming shows. So we're live in the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. 
Surgeon General warned, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company 
who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nelson Afronso from Selected Tobacco, the company who made and manufactured Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back with our number two, and Mr. Jonathan and even myself find it tough to retroheal cigars. People like Barry and Ed Sullivan do it all the time, and they tell us we are losing a lot of flavor not doing it. Today, we're going to learn the proper way to retrohale. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. But before we light up via Italy, via Pennsylvania, our coronavirus update, and more with Michael Capolini from Toscano. Are you there, Michael? Sure am. Hi, guys. How are you? Doing well. How are you guys doing? We're doing okay. We're struggling uh, as far as business goes, but we're staying healthy and uh, looking for the day that this thing is over. Yeah, health is wealth. There's no question. But it, it's hard to see everybody struggling as much as they are. There's, oh, my God. I, and I think the aftermath is going to be even even tougher to struggle back up. And uh, we talked to Rocky Patel a little earlier, and uh, we think there's going to be uh, not um, – uh, we have plenty of casualties as far as death go, but I think we're going to have financial casualties and business casualties, unfortunately. How is it with Toscano? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think across the industry, I, I found this segment with Rocky really interesting. It's always great to hear from, you know, powerhouses like him. And it's, it, he really, he puts it in full, full, full clarity as to how grave the situation is. But we just got to move forward. Yeah. Um, Toscano, we're doing what we're doing. Okay. You know, we're doing what we have to. And uh, is your distribution to Miami Cigar operating? Yeah, Miami Cigar is still operating. Uh, you know, Jason Wood uh, is doing a great job in trying to mitigate. I mean, even for them, just like everybody else, safety comes first. But they've been, uh, as per usual, a wonderful partner for uh, MST here in the United States, and we're grateful for them. You know, our, our business ha has suffered from it, but one of the things that hasn't suffered, I'll tell you, is Toscano cigars for us. Uh, I'm, I'm amazed to see guys pulling up and getting a box of their cigars and adding on a, we've been running a promotion, buy two, get one free, of the packs of Toscano, so we're watching three go out at a time over and over, and I ask about Miami cigars because some of the front marks are missing right now. Mm -hmm. But we're expecting uh, more to come in. So if you're looking for a certain one, um, they're coming to, to our people that are pulling up to us. Um, and uh, th that's good news to hear. Um, it is a cigar that is, the per you know, if there's such a thing as a perfect cigar at this time, this is the one that is in the glove compartment that is there for um, when you didn't have a cigar or something. Cigar and emergencies. It, 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 and it's a cigar emergency. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ideal right now. Yeah, there's no question. I appreciate that. And I really appreciate you guys for being the, all of our retailers are brick and mortar. Rocky hit, hit the nail right on the head. I mean, that's who we have to support. We have to support each other. 
uh, guys like you were, you know, essential to the business. All our brick and mortars were internally grateful. And obviously we're grateful to the uh, consumers themselves. So thanks for uh, consistently supporting us. So how's things in Italy going? What are they saying? Per every week, we're fortunate. We're seeing uh, decreases again, which is awesome. Uh, total cases as of this morning, I mean, those are going to go up. We know that. As sure. time passes, the cases are going to go up. Um, but total cases as of this morning are 175,925. Deaths are 23,227. The recoveries have increased uh, by over 12,000 to 44,927. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Again, the trend is, is uh, it's still a horrible situation. I never thought in my life that I would say that's a good thing. Uh, but, you know, compared to where it was, it is 100% a great thing. Active cases currently 107,771. Those uh, of those active cases in mild condition is around 70 or excuse me, 97% at 105,000. And then the criticals have decreased this year, which is or this week, which is awesome to see. Uh, to 3% at 27, just over 2,700. Have you heard anything about their lockdown ending in Italy? Yeah, it's, you know, it's interesting. They, um, the numbers are going in the right direction, but uh, they're considering extending it again from what my understanding is. Uh, you know, if you take Umbria, for example, which is where my my father's family is from, the small town of Gubbio, they, uh, as the numbers were decreasing last week, there was a slight increase, but then this week it leveled back off. So um, right now they're still in the complete lockdown that they are. It was interesting to hear Rocky say how much of the lockdown is going, like how harsh the lockdown is in India. That's pretty incredible. In Italy, you're still able to go to the store, but my goodness, uh, you know, my prayers are with everybody in India and across the world. No question. Um we look at this country, we're always looking at Italy and China and um, Spain because we figure whatever's happening there is where we're going to be sitting uh, maybe a few weeks or a month after that. So uh, this is important to end up hearing what's happening over there uh, to see where we're headed. And, and hopefully, as you're saying, it gets it's dropping each and every single week. We start seeing that here, and I think we are seeing that here now. In some yeah, parts of the country, we are definitely seeing drops. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, there's no question about that. I mean, if you look at the daily cases, they're down from last week again. Last week, they were uh, around 4,700. This week, they're at uh, 3,500. Right. And the deaths themselves, uh, the daily deaths have de decreased from 619 a day to around 575. Um, so again, the trends are great. The Italian word of the day is an important one, felicita, which is happiness, something that we're all seeking in these in these difficult times. Uh, and per usual, I just want to thank you guys at two guys for all of your support. Uh, it, it means the world to us and it's great to have a friendship like ours. So thank you to the three of you and Ted, Ed, that you can't really see Ed. He's behind the scenes. Now. Yeah, <laughs> we like it that way. Felicitad. <laughs> Felicita. Okay. I'm, I'm sure I didn't say it perfectly. Felicitad. You didn't yeah. say it even remotely close. You, you added a D. There's no D. <laughs> Felicita. Yep. Felicita. Felicita. Look at Barry Stein. I love it. Hey, I grew up in Brooklyn. I got a little Italian in me. That's true. That's, That's disgusting. True. It's from all the Italian foodie. <laughs> there you all go. That happened. Michael Capolini from Toscano Cigars. Always good to hear from you and good to hear um, that things are improving. And hope, hopefully uh, one of these calls is going to be uh, it's over. 
Yep. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Thanks, guys. Love y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Michael Capolini, Toscano Cigars, supporter here of the Cigar Authority, and we support them and the people there in Italy also. Uh, All right. Let's get to the stupidest segment that we've ever done. It's not. It's a a learning thing for us, and maybe it's not going to be. I think it is going to be for other people. Somebody in the chat room gave three to one that you puke. I said it's more like even money, but they're giving you a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. All right. I will make myself not vomit just to piss you off. We're going with a light cigar. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. Uh, Ed Sullivan asked me earlier today, what's the cigar we're going to retrohale? And I I said, it's going to be this one. And he said, oh, that's actually good. Just in case Jonathan's going to get sick. I'm not going to get sick. Yeah. I might dry heave a little, but I will not. (laughs) I have nothing in my stomach. I haven't eaten in... 20 hours. Murray laying the groundwork for excuses. Today's second cigar is the La Galera, Connecticut, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Hochi Blanco's Indian Head Cigars. The size they were lighting up is 5 and one by 50. It's a Robusto called the Chevetta, and it features an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper over a Dominican binder and fillers consisting of Dominican T112, Peloto Cabano, and Criollo 98. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single cigar will set you back five sixty nine, while a box of twenty is ninety eight ninety nine or four ninety five per single. Wow, this is the one! It's a savings of almost fifteen dollars or thirteen percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. This my, my buddy Brett picked up a box of these this week. This cigar is a machine. This is a money-making machine, retailers. If you're not carrying a cigar, you're out of your mind because what a value that this is. Cigar of the year, great value to begin with, great cigar, great people that are over there, supporters of the Cigar Authority, too. This is a winner all across the board. Uh, they have a, a um, Habano version of this, yes. which, believe it or not, is my choice. Right. I like even better, and you would think I would like the Connecticut even better, but I was amazed that, that the rest of this group chose the Connecticut over it, and, and, and most people do, but uh, great cigar. They're making great cigars. Uh, let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality. Tradition and excellence. Excellence. Cold draw, Dr. Brown's cream soda. Ah, I love that, too. I'm a cream soda guy, so a little little vanilla in the... A little bit. Yep. Definite vanilla. I think once you retrohale it, you'll really pick up the vanilla. So what is a retrohale? Why is it called retro? Because it goes back in in time. Back in the day? That's what you can see is when you were born. (laughs) Retrohale is the art of pushing smoke through your nose. Now, unlike cigarettes where you take the, the smoke into your lungs, you're not going to do that with the cigar. You're going to just push it out while it's in your mouth. Through and your Jonathan throat likes it and through mouth. your nose. And listen, I go to cigar factories, and I have been for 35 years, and I'm smoking blends and tasting cigars at the factories with them, and they always get very angry with me as I'm smoking the cigar, and they say... Put it through your nose. And I say, ah, I don't like to do that. Most of my customers don't do that. So I want to taste the cigar the way people do. And then they force me to do it. And I gag a little bit like Jonathan <laughs> does. So you guys are going to teach us the right way. But first, 
Let's light it up. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Gauntlet. The Vertigo Gauntlet features double action, meaning you press the button down, the lid pops open, three jets ignite in line, all powered by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. The bottom, you've got a flip-out bullet punch, an easy adjustment wheel, all for the low price of $19.99. That's the Vertigo Gauntlet. Okay. Now, for me... You don't want to do the retrohale the first puff or two. Oh, good. I'll have time to read the mailbag that started this friggin' madness. And the reason for that is you're putting flame to the cigar. The cigar is going to burn a little bit hotter with that first puff because it just combusted and ignited. You want it to balance out just a little bit because it'll be easier if you're not used to it. And I, I would even recommend before you start with real smoke, here's something you could practice. Ah. So, and you won't be inhaling the smoke, but take a deep breath, start to exhale it through your mouth, and then close your mouth. And it's pretty natural that it's just going to start going through your nose, right? You don't just, you just breathe through your nose. Thank you for that. All the people that are listening just really got exactly what you were talking about. I'm teaching you. I'm not teaching them. So... (laughs) I, I've done it before where I hold a, the smoke in my mouth and then I try to blow it out my nose and yeah. out, and nothing comes See, out. So I, you're what, making too much of a production out of it. If right. you're already exhaling out your mouth and then you just close your mouth and let the last little bit out your nose. Don't try to get it all out there. And is that what you normally do? No, I blow it all through the nose, but you right got to build to that. Okay, because he's a and, real man. And you is what do he's that too. To say. I, I do that all the time. I let some out before okay. going through the nose. I mean, I, we watch Jonathan try to do this all the time, and he takes a, a, a normal puff. Wow, that was the best one I ever did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think if you start that way, then you get used to transitioning. From breathing out the mouth that through worked. the nose. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Michael writes, hello, Mr. J. I often get a kick out of you trying to retro him. Wow. I'm sure you've been advised on how to do it by many people, but I never hear anyone explaining it by doing it with this foolproof way. Here you go. Simply take a puff. Make a pouty face or pucker up as if you were going to kiss someone on the cheek. Let's say Barron's, for example. Relax and just let the smoke roll out with a slow exhale. This, I find, is the best and most natural way of doing it, and it doesn't require much effort at all. It's very natural. Try at your earliest convenience and let us hear it how it went on Saturday's podcast. So, Barry, bring your cheek over here. No, I'll pass on this. So Six feet, coronavirus and all that. The taste I taste regularly is intensified. The same taste, I'm not picking up any different taste, but it's intensified. So I would imagine, say it was very, very hinting of vanilla that maybe some people would not taste because it's so barely there that by doing that, there it is. Because with this one, I get more vanilla when I retrohale. Yes, but you you can taste it. Oh, yeah. No. See, like the perfect example to do it the wrong way is Jonathan. Yeah. He takes a Thanks. giant. Big, puff. He takes a big puff, holds it in his mouth. He pouts a puffy, like a, kid. a puff he would never really do normally. Right. He pouts like a kid who's not getting his way. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I know when you have something in your mouth, your your normal thing is to swallow, but that's not the case here with <laughs> a cigar. 
Just lofting them right up there. This Barons. is like the easiest segment. I was like dreaming of things I could say. So what you want to do is, for a case of you or for somebody who's a novice at it, take half of what your normal puff would be. I'm going to try the kissy face technique and see All if right. it works. Hold on. Let me get a good angle on this. Riveting radio. Yeah. See, see how he, he, he's... Yes! Kissy Look face works for him. But see, that was almost too much smoke. And and well, you push some out of your mouth, you but, should push it out of your mouth first before Then I can't make nose. the kissy face. Yes, you can. Yeah. You should close your mouth and then do it. But that was good, and you didn't gag, and that was like a, um, a lion. No, not a lion. What am I looking at? The dragon. dragon. Smoke came out unbelievable. Like I never saw it come out before, as it did when I did oh, it. Yeah. I think you got it. This is it. We're retro healers. Well, we retro heal. Hang, hang on a second there, <laughs> yeah. Albert Einstein. This is that was quick. This is a two out of ten. You know, and Rudy in the chat room put it the right way, and it's the way I've taught people to do it as well. Forget this kissy face because you're going to look like it's a not mor- a two out of ten. You're going to look like a moron doing that. What you want to do is you want to release some of the smoke through your mouth like you normally would, and then push your tongue up against the roof of your mouth and breathe through your nose. You agree that, to that? That's, yeah. That's I, didn't, the, I didn't do that to the tongue, but it worked great the way you did it. No, without the sniffles. Yeah. Mm. Look at that. Whoa. Like a dragon. Look at you. It's over. Silk <laughs> <laughs> off. Little. Because you put little. too. You had too much. Way too much. Oil. You oh, don't. With all these friggin' rules, why would I want to do it? You don't take a drag that big normally. That's a that's a puff I take. That's the puff. Now blow it. He likes your mouth and blow it. He likes to suck in a lot. What can we say? What what's that inhale thing you do? <laughs> you yeah. gotta have air in your lungs. No, in order you don't. To be able you to don't blow it out. No, don't add. Don't add air. Just do it regular. And by sniffling so, in like that, there's more of a chance that you bring it in into your lungs. And with cigars, you don't want to it's inhale. It's not going in my lungs. While we continue to practice here, let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. For what's, what's up? up in the cigar world, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And the Cigar Association of America has released the final number for premium cigar imports, and I emphasize premium cigar imports, in 2019. And that number fell 7% from 2018 with over 356 million premium cigars imported. Wait till this year. All three major cigar-producing nations saw a drop, with Honduras leading the way at over 15%. Meanwhile, our friend Nelson Alfonso saw Costa Rica, the home of selected tobacco, with a 3% gain. And that was all him, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> and uh, last week, we reported that New York was about to raise their tobacco taxes to 75%. Uh, that has become official, and the new tax what will take a shame. effect October 1st. So kick them when they're down. The retailers are having such a time to begin with anyway, and, and Rocky alluded to it anyway. But you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. They so, went up. They went down. They went back up. They and, went back down. And the thing is, up. they need money. 
And I promise you, it's not going to be more money to them. It's going to be less. Yeah. They, they have just brought less money they're gonna, in. It's going to cost them. them. It's going to cost yeah. them money and because gonna people up, are going to be unemployed. And they're going to wind up hurting the brick-and-mortar retailer because they're going to wind up raising sales taxes next. It's it's terrible what's going to happen. Um, is that it for you? That's it. That's what's up in the cigar world. It's a quiet week with everything uh, shut down. Right sure. Now. Uh, you know, I, I searched around for some cigar news the other night, and I said, well, nothing's going on here. And with everybody being closed, I guess nothing is going on here. Uh, lots of stuff that's happening in, in the cigar industry as far as manufacturers doing things like this. I see lots of uh, uh, Facebook and YouTubes and Zoom yeah, mm-hmm. going like crazy. I'll be doing another Zoom through twoguyscigars.com Facebook page tomorrow, probably around 10, 1030 in the morning. I'll post that information. Uh, a few people who didn't do Facebook, you have my email address. I'll send you the specifics directly. Just reach out to me. Okay, but... Some regular person can't find it. Uh, you know, if you're on Facebook on twoguyscigars.com, it's publicly posted. Um, if you listen Number to the twoguyscigars.com, boom, the, yeah, the Facebook page. Okay. So. All right. Uh, next week on the Cigar Authority, Nicholas Perdomo, the son of Nick Perdomo. Uh, this is Nicholas Trey, the third Nicholas Perdomo. We had him on the show the first time ever, many years ago. Now he is um, in charge of their sales, which is probably going very badly, but we'll talk to him about that and uh, see what's going on with Perdomo Cigars. That'll be next week. The following week, May 2nd, how has the coronavirus impacted cigars? We're going to dig deep. We're going to give you some numbers. We're going to gather whatever information we can. And a little, did we talk with Rocky, but we're going to go a little deeper into it. Actually, on the after show, we'll get a little into it today, but we're all gearing up to give some vital information for the consumer, for the manufacturer, for the retailer. Let's see what's going on and how this has impacted us. And uh, May 9th, Two Guys Smoke Shop. Uh, we'll talk about Two Guys Smoke Shop because it's the 35th anniversary of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and tickets for the anniversary party are supposed to be going on sale. The event is in September. I got to imagine the world is going to be over if that's not going to happen. You can't tell, but you you got to sell them and yeah. hope for the best. So we'll have the information on that and put them available to be sold on that day. As I said last week when we were doing the Zeno, this was something that should have been sold out in one day. I told you it wasn't going to be. It isn't the the. Uh, Zeno with the um, New Hampshire thing on it. Uh, Zeno Platinum. Yep. Uh, Zeno Platinum exclusive, exclusive New Hampshire edition. Still available, and that's because we have no customers coming in and, and seeing <laughs> them, unfortunately. So it's on twoguyscigars.com if you're interested to do that. Um, although, Barry, you saw an uptick after the checks went out. Yeah, right? we'll get into that in the after show a little bit, but the, uh, the stimulus check arriving has re- created a uh, – a buying frenzy, we'll call it. Okay, but not enough so that we don't have any. <laughs> Correct. Um, so we'll put the tickets on sale. That is something that usually sells out in a day. Again, I'm feeling like even if we are open by then, because they were saying May 4th, this is May 9th, um, it's not going to be... It's not going to be wide open. It'll be more than like yeah. a, a restricted amount of people allowed in the yeah. store. Yeah, so um, we got where we're, we're, we're at, where we're at. Uh, the following week, we were having John Carney on, where we were going to be doing the night before a cigar and steak dinner um, that was going to go on. Um, it is not canceled yet, but... Um, we're talking May 16th. I don't know. We're, we're talking 50 people sitting together um, and finding out that 
we're not even going to be doing the Rocky Patel World Championship. That's news to me that I just mm. found out. Um, everything's up in the air of what it is. And I'm hearing from a lot of uh, manufacturers, oh, can I get on the show? Um, all these things have unfortunately been tied up and stuff, and we won't want to help everybody to help everybody. Uh, but these things are already pre-planned of what they are, so uh, we try to squeeze some people in as we can. So let's get more to retro healing. Um, have you done it in between while Couple we of were times. talking? Have, nope. you, have you noticed? See, when you first start retro healing, your you, you nasal passages aren't going to be used to it. You're going to go oh, sting. All it gets is a sting. All it gets the pepper. As you become more accustomed to it and, and doing it on a regular basis, a lot of that sting will disappear. Uh, the pepper will tone back as you learn to um, associate what you're sensing. Um, stick with it. Don't give up after like, oh, no, that was burned my nose. I'm not doing it. Because that's going to go away because we have virgin it. nostrils right now. There right. you go. And, and what every- you find too, I don't know if you find the same, Barry, mm-hmm. you get a lot more afterwards right yes. so the finish from a retro hail is different from the finish from the cigar jonathan had said something before and boy did it strike perfect with me as i was retro hailing the wrong way and doing it much like going underwater in a pool uh with like chlorine water up your nose water up you know that that's the feeling but it's not right now this is I'm not going to say as enjoyable as not doing it yet because i am getting some sting it's that's still happening. not pleasant it's tolerable. But yeah. you'll notice the, the, that cream soda or sweetness or whatever you get. A little sweet tea. Break bad. Cream soda is pretty right on yeah. because even the effervescence or bubbles <laughs> feeling that's as the, you retrohale That's it. the pain. <laughs> yeah. That's the pain in <laughs> your not, brain. It's not pain. It's a little, little sting that's happening there. Okay, it's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Today, it's $100,000. $100,000. That's a lot of money. Never see me again. Me, David Garofalo, from the Cigar Authority. You can never see me again. I give you $100,000. You avoid me at all costs. If you see me walking down the street, you go on the other side of the street. Well, then you I'd do see not you. go where I am. You try to stay away from me for the rest of your life, but you get $100,000 to do it. I like you too much. I know, it sounds, weird. Move? I know oh, yeah. it sounds weird, but you're a complete and utter pain in my ass most of the time, but I still like you. 100000 is not enough. Yeah, I could probably get another job. At least I think I could, but I kind of like this job too much. 100000 isn't enough. So I might hundred and fifty thousand. I might I might start to sway a little bit at a quarter of a million, but I don't know ah. if I bite. Yeah, see, everyone has a price. For me, a hundred thousand isn't life changing, but no, that's it would five dollars to you. It'd be a big life change never to see you again. So I can't take a hundred. Isn't this nice? I, I was expecting the opposite from you guys going after me and say, I'll do right. it for 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, now if you ask me after you get done yelling at me for something that we disagree on, yeah. Yeah, I'll take 10 bucks any day of the week. Right. <laughs> at that time, but right now, today, we'll be the only ones in the studio and nothing's going on. It's been a good day. Yeah. So what are we going to name our price? Yeah. We got this a quarter of a million. Name your price well, I tool. start to sway. I don't know. Three, like 300. Yeah. 
quarter million, I'll start this way. Oh, yeah. For me, it's a million. Million? Million dollars. I've lent people like a uh, hundred bucks and stuff and never saw them again. Best hundred dollar investment in your life, mm. right? Yeah. For a million, you almost have to do yeah. it. You kind of feel you like, know, you're it's sorry, like, buddy. It's I'm, fun and I'm everything. I'm almost 60, but, for Christ's sake. Uh, I can right. touch you still. It's, you know. Oh, avoid me at all costs. No. You said see you. I'll see you. But yeah. if he's responding, you're seeing him appear on your phone. Just so as a response. You're seeing him. Well, no, I'll delete his picture. Dave's not going to respond to those after he doesn't, he, he doesn't yeah. respond. But the one thing I, is. I don't respond to most <laughs> of them anyway. Right. That's right. I think Ed Sullivan's major concern is going to be, can he still buy cigars at two guys' smoke shops? So, well, yeah. Well, my pitch is on the sign when you walk in. Yeah, that's not you. That's a cartoon version of you. And um, gray area. Yeah, you'd have to make sure you go to a store you know, that I'm not at. Well, what I could do, I don't want to go to the website in case there's a logo, but I could just call Barry. There you go. And he could hook me up. Yeah. Steve Stacey in uh, Facebook saying he'll do it $10 to avoid Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody would do that for free. I'd pay you $10. <laughs> yeah, most to do people it. are doing it anyway. All right, so take one more retro heel of this, and then let's talk about the flavors of without Wild Era Connecticut. Without inhaling. Yeah, like that. Don't do it like you did it. See, do it the way it. he's telling Just like we do in cigar school. Do it the way he's telling you to do it. Don't do it your way. See, you're cringing because you mm. you, there was too much smoke in your mouth. Let go of the smoke first, then retrohale the rest. I retrohale. Dave's got it. It's a little. Yeah, but you're getting there. I, and I think I inhaled a little bit. Yeah. Because what you got to do after your retroheal is blow the rest out right gotta away. Got to get rid of it all. You can't be breathing in the residual smoke. I didn't breathe anything in. It's a lot. It's a lot more full flavored than it was without doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm actually so, getting a little bit of uh, raisin bread. It makes the even though or this raisin is toast. Connecticut raisin toast. Butter, raisin there you go. Raisin toast. <laughs> Raisin toast. <laughs> I heard from uh, raisin- Skip Martin this week. He said he wanted to hear the raisin toast drop. So there you go, Skip. There you go. <laughs> I, I heard from Skip as well. I was a, a little concerned. Uh, let's see what he said. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he reached out to us, even if we were okay. I was well, like, he not only should what happened to say you? this. I don't think he should say it. All right. No, thank, thank you, Skip Martin, is what I want to say. Skip just sent me a Facebook message that said, I'm having a senior moment. Never mind. Raisin toast. LOL. I said, are you okay? Should I send help? It turns out he's okay. He's okay. That's good. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, let's light up another cigar to see if things change with our retro healing. This is just a way for you to sap me in to choke out. We are retro healing. I see what it is. Yeah, you can see this. We this are retro healing, up. and we are live in the Toscano Cigar Sound Stage. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! 
the Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range. That's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars. There's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada No. 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican Cigar Manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar & Company. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. 
the nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We're smoking and retrohaling La Galera, Connecticut, and we're about to step it up a notch or two. Welcome back, everybody. You ever had a uh, soda burp go through yes. your nose? Yes. That's what this is like. It's like cream soda soda burp. Yes. It's painful and annoying. It's not painful. <laughs> the, pain, the painful will go away. The, the epivescence that goes it. in your nose or something. Yeah, we, we, we're... we're we're getting better, and now we're going to step it up a notch or two, Barry, with? Well, the third cigar we're smoking today is the La Galera Box Press uh, 1936, and it features a dark Ecuadorian Habano wrapper over Dominican Criollo 98 binder with Dominican Piloto Cabano and Criollo 98 in the filler. We're going to light up the Chevetta size, which is 5 by 50 and those set, sell for $7.69 or $139.99 a box at twoguyscigars.com. So uh, mentioning back to the Rocky Patel, you because I got it a little wrong, you're going to buy any 20. Any 20, any box of 20, or you can do 20 individual Rocky Patel cigars. Or you could buy the Rocky Patel, it's a box of 10, the, um, two of them, the, uh, the, the World Championship smoke. World game. Championship. And then you could you could buy a box of ten and buy ten and other singles, cigars or yep. whatever. Um, and we'll because you should try that Rocky Patel World Championship, the the, the Marveta size. Yes, because that's the particular cigar that will be in the World Championship. And I know somebody's going to wind up asking me this week, so I'm going to ask you right now. Uh, the Hamlet cigars are made by Rocky Patel. Yeah, that's good too. So those count as yeah. well. So any Hamlet or Rocky Patel cigars, and you're good. And you'll get a five pack of the Rocky Patel. 1990 vintage this was the first vintage this was the this is the baby that started yep. the whole rocky patel vintage you get a five pack for free and a rocky patel lighter so uh, just leave a comment in the comment field take five uh high five yeah anything with five and you got one week to do it next week um we'll, we'll call it quits on that but yep. see how well we did and if we do happen to run out we'll call you to let you know we ran out before processing your order but we should be fine for a week Okay, so La Galera, 1936, box press Chevetta. This is maybe the strongest of the bunch, would you say? Without question. Okay. It is by far the strongest. So he said don't retrohale it right at the beginning. You go easy. You smoke it a little bit first, and then we get into retrohaling. So while it's easier to retrohale than the other one. You did it already? Yeah. I'm blown away by that. I'm thinking the box press has something to do with it. Well, oh. <laughs> much stronger. Um, much stronger. Burning. 
And that, like I said, over time. But it, it wasn't burning like that on the first cigar, so the strength of the cigar matters. Right. There's probably Retro more Lajero in this cigar. Therefore, you're going to get more of that pepper, more of that bite until you're used to it. And for me, when I, when I retrohale this cigar, I'm getting fudge. Wow. No, it's, it, it's so burning, charcoal burning, uh, pepper. Yeah, I didn't heavy, have, heavy. I didn't have that experience. No, but I, I went too early because you went too early. And uh, <laughs> so let's take some time and take a look into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. <laughs> with COVID-19 causing stay-at-home orders worldwide, stores are struggling to stay afloat. Many of them have created gimmicks to keep customers engaged. Last month, Rantastrova Bakery in Helsinki, Finland, saw almost all its orders canceled when the baker decided to make the best of a shitty situation. He created a cake in the shape of a toilet paper roll, and the first day quickly sold out. Now the baker is struggling to fulfill the massive amount of orders of the cake made of oat batter, passion fruit mousse, and white fondant. If you asked us, he missed a boat as the cake should have had a melted chocolate filling, and that's not only insane, ah. it's asylum. Ah. Long I, I way love around. <laughs> Long way around for that one. I love the creativeness that people are doing. Smart retailers that are finding ways around survival, right? Um, we did the um, Sober Mesa right. giveaway, which I'm going to do, by the way, if you're listening, I'm going to do it again this week. Um all you had to do was say the magic word. And the magic word we know as, if you were brought up right, Abracadabra. Is please. My mother never said please. that. Say the magic word. Like I'd say, Ma, can I get another one of those things or something? And she says, say the magic word. Your mother never said that to you? I said Abracadabra, and then I'd get a smack. That really? explains a lot. <laughs> magic word is please. And that came about because some people were being so nice Please and thank you. They'd be buying from us, and we would say thank you. And they would say, no, thank you for being open for me and be here and all the stuff. Just so nice. And then there's been a couple of people not so One nice. One or two. Yeah. But I have to say, by and large, people are grateful that we are open and doing the curbside pickup because it's a 45-minute vacation from their problems. And sometimes the problem is you, you love your wife, but she's there and you're, you're around her 24 hours a day. You need a little break or from the kids – you need a little break. And I think guys are going to be going back to the cigar store because they need their guy time. They need social, not being on the computer, right. but real social. I'm not going to lie. I handed somebody an order this week through the window, and his hand accidentally touched my hand. It felt good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still sanitized, but it felt good. Like if somebody had a sign, and I remember the – the days of somebody having a sign say free hugs and stuff, and people would go over and get a hug from them. That ain't going to play out anymore. No. Those, those days are gone. People. No, you're going to have to charge at least $5. Yeah. 
Um, the after show is on Wednesdays. If you uh, don't get enough of the Cigar Authority and you're watching on YouTube or Facebook and uh, you want more, you can subscribe to our podcast, which is the same show that you're hearing that's in a podcast form. Actually, most people listen to it on a podcast form because, frankly, there's nothing to see here. But we do a podcast-only after show that we do immediately following the show, and you hear us talking after the show. And this week, we're going to talk about consumers' cigar behavior during the coronavirus. And hopefully in a few weeks, we're going to be talking about it after the coronavirus. Um, so that's that. Um, we have an LFD cigar dinner. Uh, is it still on? As far as I know, it is still on, but that is early in May. Um, May 12th, I believe, or something. Mm. It's probably not. We'll, we'll, we'll get more information on that. This is terrible that these things are getting canceled out, but people's weddings got canceled out. Yep. People that did pass away from not coronavirus don't even have funerals anymore, so I guess we're doing okay. We're all right. But right now, it's time for the matchup of the week, brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. All right. Would you rather see what was behind every closed door or be able to guess the combination of every safe on the first try? Uh, the pervert in me wants to see what's behind every closed door. The greed in me wants the combination to every safe. Well, you're in a, a little bit of a conundrum. Yeah, there. I am. <laughs> this is a dilemma that uh, is perfect for you. So uh, that's the idea of this. Um, I'm going to say close, closed door because I don't really care what's in people's safes. It's yeah. their stuff. It's in a safe. Yeah, but if you have the combination, you could take what's in the safe. Yeah, but that's thievery. I'd like to know what's behind the closed doors, burglar situations, that type of stuff. You want to see what's behind closed doors? It'd be nice in the respect that before you go uh, going into the store, you can see and something right. bad's not going to happen. But other than walking by a door and I can see what's behind the closed door, I, I probably don't want to see it, to be honest with you. Well, unless you're going to be on Let's Make a Deal, then you want to see what's behind yeah, door behind, number one. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's true, too. So... I don't have a lot of interest in either. Um, That's how I feel. You know, I'd take, well, I good guess. Thing, you got to pick one. Good thing you picked the question. That's all right. It's I, a, Barry's got a conundrum that he can't figure right, out what I'm he wants to do. I'm with Jonathan. I, I don't care about the safes. Uh, you know, I'm not going to steal anything. That's someone's and, valuables that they're putting in a safe. There's a right. reason why it's in there. And I, I don't really care about the closed doors. But if I got to pick one, we'll go closed if doors. If you had the chance to grab somebody's jewels, you would definitely grab their jewels. <laughs> yeah, but that has nothing to do with what's in a safe. <laughs> I'll go behind the door. Go behind what's yeah. the door, the door, the door. We're all we're all in the one, one more retro tail retro hail tip, if I may. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of people not a lot of people, but there's a there's definitely a group of people that power smoke. You know, they they're doing the opposite of the world's slow smoking championship. If you're gonna smoke fast, your cigar is gonna be burning hotter. If your cigar is gonna be burning hotter, it's harder to retro hail. So it's a cigar. Smoke it slow. Relax. Let the world stop for a moment. Yeah. It'll be easy to retrohale if you're smoking at a more normal or slower pace. Or 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 you could just not retrohale and you'll notice no change. I don't like retrohale in this one. Take nothing away from the performance of the cigar and the flavor. It's too full-bodied. This is way up there. This was it's not a- included in our top 10. 
No. This is pretty full-bodied. For a Dominican yeah. cigar, man, yeah. this is I'll give it a solid eight. Nine. Yeah, I'm with Jonathan on eight. Unless you guys Yeah, we're going eight. Yeah. You've been outvoted. It's a Dave nine. You're off the island. A dine? It's a dine? <laughs> yeah. It's a dine. It's up there. It's up there. And so will Two Guys Smoke Shop's 35th anniversary. Tickets go on sale March 9th. The prize this year. May 9th. May 9th, yeah. A um, bunch of people just had a heart attack. So, they missed it. <laughs> so what we have is 500 people gathered in one room together. Shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> yeah, no problem at all. And um, we have a cigar dinner. This isn't a trick-or-treat event like a lot of cigar events are. This has been going on for a long time. And we have a sit-down dinner in a real classy place, the, the Burroughs in Haverhill, uh, Massachusetts. Maybe another problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you come in and you get 17 cigars right off the bat. You don't go around to get them. You can it all at once. And a sit-down dinner. We have a comedian that comes on after dinner. Joey Yannetti is going to be our comedian this year. Uh, I grew up with Joey. He's a funny, funny guy. Uh, we'll have some music there. And um, then the game show begins. And the game show is an elimination that, that happens with the cigar brands that are there, 17 cigar brands. Um, they are Aganosa Leaf, Aging Room, Aladino, Atabay, Davidoff, Diamond Crown. you got some high-end stuff here. CLE, Hammer and Sickle, Jose Dominguez, Christoph, La Flor Dominicana, Nesta Miranda, Padron, Perdomo, Recluse, Rocky Patel, and United Cigar. There's no duds there. You get 17 great cigars to begin with. It's $225. There's your $225 back. Now sit down, have a beautiful dinner, have some entertainment. The way we should be smoking cigars, enjoying, sitting, relaxing, instead of standing out in the cold and what ends up happening. So that's the whole idea of the night. And then we give away $35,000. It's elimination all the way through. We get to the last group. We eliminate them one by one. We give a little prizes away, and we have a great time. And this is the, the idea of it. All the big names, the companies that I said there, all their owners of their companies are all going to be present. Assuming everything's going to be okay to end up doing it. Again, we have to worry about travel and everything that goes on. But we are putting tickets on sale on May 9th. Typically, one day is a sellout. I don't think that happens this year, but it won't be forever. Uh, It's only 500 people. We have people that fly in for this, consumers that buy into it. You can certainly do that by calling us. Uh, and buy your tickets there. Uh, we like to take care of the locals is, is, uh, first and foremost, but in this case, I think it's not going to go as fast as normally. So uh, it will be a great event. My fingers are crossed. Everything is it's a long way away. I think we're going to be okay. So that's that. Right now, it's time for the Classic 3-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Mr. Jonathan, 
No. Shout out? Yes. I think I, it's Ed Sullivan. I thought I won last week. I think Barry won. Yeah. Ah. Really? Yeah. All right. I got three questions. I got two tiebreakers just in case, but today is April 18th. James Woods is an esteemed actor, often portrays villains. Major film roles include Once a Time... Once Upon a Time in America in 1984, Casino in 1995 with Robert De Niro on both. He's been in a lot of movies, but he was born today. James Wood. What year? He's also on The Simpsons often. Hmm. James Woods. Take your time, Barrett. You're only first. 1951. 51, he says. I had 1947. 47. I have 45 for two points. 45. Somebody did get two points. It wasn't you, Mr. Jonathan. It was Ed Sullivan. 47. 47. Ed Sullivan. I would like two, it to be noted that points. I was closer than Barrett's. And over to Ed Sullivan. 20 counts of horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> Rick Moranis, Canadian actor. Do you know, ba- do you know uh, Ghostbusters? Yeah, you know who he is. Little I, Shop of I was wondering if he knew Rudy, but he oh. is uh, also a musician. Came to prominence in the 80s on sketch comedy for the Second City Television. Later appeared in several Hollywood movies such as Ghostbusters, Spaceballs, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Rick Moranis, born today, Ed Sullivan. What year? 1958. 58. 1956. 56. I got 58 written down. 58. Everybody's over. 53. Looking good in Rick Moranis. No points, and may God have mercy on your souls. Last question. We have two for Ed Sullivan. Zero, zero. It's over to you, Mr. Jonathan. Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien from Brookline, Massachusetts, is a writer for The Simpsons. Also, late night with Conan O'Brien because they couldn't get anybody else because that was his name. Conan O'Brien, born today. What year? Uh, 1959. 59. 70. 70. I had 60. 60 for the point and shut out Ed Sullivan. 63. 63. Also closer than Barry on that one, so I have two shut out Barry points. Ed Sullivan, shut out. Uh, and Roseanne Barr files for divorce from Tom Arnold. 2005. Uh, no, it was earlier than that. 2002. Oh, no, way earlier than that. I, I had it Say at 1994 for two points. 1994 for two points. You're on a roll, so I got to say the last one. The first world championship boxing match was a brutal affair, lasting two and a half hours and stretching (laughs) over 42 rounds. They had no rules going on in those days. I think James Sullivan was one of the boxers. It happened today. What year? 1750. No, it was like 1908. I had 01. 1860. So, Mr. John would have got the point. Whoa. It's 1700. for your bullshit rules. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was bare knuckle, too. We have one question in 32 tiebreakers in case Jonathan's in the lead. <laughs> so, there we go. So, final thoughts here on La Galera, Connecticut, and La Galera 1936 box pressed. I want to know what you liked of them, and I want to know which one you prefer. Uh, I'm, I'll go first. I would prefer the 1936. It's a little really? flavored. Wow, you've changed. And I, I find it a tad easier on the retro heel. Wow, wow. And your retro healing, no problem. You, you, I you, wouldn't say no problem. I'm not hacking up a lung. Way better. This was very yeah. good for us. Uh, see, I, I hope it was for our audience who knows the retro heel to do the same because you did. guys did a good job. I think the uh, Connecticut has more um, nuances, especially with the retro hail. 
uh, versus the box press. But if you're a strong cigar smoker, you're going to enjoy the box press more. But for me, I'll take the Connecticut. Surprising. Connecticut. Surprising to me. Yeah, for a lot of the reason that Barry said, it just strikes me as a, a better balanced cigar than this one. This one is obviously and, way stronger. And how about $5? Incredible deal. This is the cigar. Uh, taking nothing away from the 36, it's too full-bodied for me. And somebody that would like, say, a Padron or something in that strength profile, better for them. But I'm surprised that both of you guys, I, I was when you liked this for the Cigar of the Year, over other things that were there too, and uh, I'm surprised right now that you you choose the it's, Connecticut. It's got great flavor, and like I say, it's really well balanced. And as Barry touched on, a lot of nuance to it. I remember talking with Hochi Blanco when he first showed me the cigar before it even had come out. We smoked it together. He goes, "Isn't it interesting? It's Connecticut, but it, it has so much flavor. It's very very good." And here he is pitching me on it, and I'm a Connecticut guy to begin with. Um, and he's a full-bodied guy himself that likes full-bodied cigars, and he loved it too. So here is a cigar for a Connecticut for somebody who likes full-bodied cigars. Yeah. Yet it is not full-bodied; it's just packed with flavor. It's full flavor, and and that's what I think people misconstrue full flavor and full-bodied is a full-flavored cigar, and you like full-flavored cigars. So do I. I just can't have them to be as full-bodied as the 1936. It's too much. So that's it. Yeah, the flavor the flavors are darker on the 36 and they get lost in the strength where the flavors on the Connecticut don't get lost. Yeah. All right, that's it. Next week he had his first ever interview on the Cigar Authority. He was nervous and um, he was just a kid. Now he's a married man and he leads the sales for Perdomo Cigars. He is Nicholas Perdomo, the son of Nick Perdomo, fourth generation cigar guy and the third Nick Perdomo. We'll have him on the show. Looking forward to that. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible you've learned nothing. No, in the last you two learned hours. a lot today. I don't know about that. Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.